how about it y'all you got the lake seminole ramblings fishing report i'm your host local guide chris taylor thanks for listening today's episode is brought to you by lake seminole outdoors they are lake seminole sporting goods store and market lso has what you need for lake and grill check us out on apple or google podcast give us a subscribe maybe a five-star review that would really help us out and without further ado Let's get on to the show. All right, this report is sponsored by Seminole Guide Service. For trophy largemouth to show bass and everything in between, the guides at Seminole Guide Service can get you on the fish. Check them out today, www.seminoleguideservice.com. All right, water condition report. Flint River staying 72, 75 degrees. Creek is clear. There's some parts that are kind of stained. Uh, it's mainly towards the south end where it meets the drain. It's about 75 to 77 degree. Uh, fish pond drain is relatively clear, about 78. I did see some 80 degree water this afternoon. Uh, the water's been pretty low this week, y'all. Bottoming out at 76.5. That is a foot below full pool. Uh, before coming up to about 77, about half a foot on Sunday. All right, bass report. Bass fishing continues to be productive in the early mornings, y'all. Most years, success can be had fishing the shad spawn. Uh, it's going on all over the lake, all over the river, all over the creek, all over the drain. It's really hard to not find it right now. Uh, I like targeting the outside grass lines of your ends with a spinner bait. Uh, you'll see shad following your bait. Uh, you'll see that till about nine o'clock. It's pretty crazy. Um, anglers from all over the lake are reporting limits by eight a.m. Uh, the only downside to this uh, shad spawn time is once these fish are full, they're full. It's like a big guy going to Golden Corral, all you can eat. He gets full, and he don't want to eat no more. Uh, as the day progresses, you will have to throw a worm to get bit. So a Cinco or a big old monster or speed worm, uh, you will have to start uh, slowing down to catch them. You'll start catching them real good again as the sun starts setting and the shad spawn kicks up again. The shad spawn starts at sundown and ends when the light level gets too much for them so it varies across the lake so don't think that in the afternoon the shad aren't going to start spawning again they will you just have to go to the same areas you caught them in the morning target them in the evening and you'll catch them uh, there are some bass that are still bedding i know that's wild um, it's kind of few and far between but i did see four or five that were on locked on the beds today so, if you really feel like hunting, you might be able to find some, but I really don't think there's going to be any giant fish uh, on the bed. I could be wrong. It is a new moon, but uh, be aware there are still some bass that are bedding. Uh, the bass that are not on the shad, they're on the brim. So, there's a bunch of brim bedding all over the lake. Uh, there are big fish that are stocking these brim beds, um, especially at nighttime. They'll slip up here and clean house. So, target those fish with a frog. Work it real slow around the brim bed areas. They'll bed pretty much in the same areas the bass are bedding around sandbars or around sawgrass, stuff like that, lily pads. But just work that frog real slow and you'll catch, uh, you know, pretty big fish. Eight pounders love to cruise around brim beds. I was out piddling with my buddy Nate the other day, the old jackfish king, and he was throwing a little rooster tail on like a Zebco dock demon. For those that don't know what a dock demon is, it's a really small maybe five foot four and a half foot zipco rod and he was just throwing that rooster tail around and 
there were some bass that were picking on these little brim and she ate that rooster tail it was about a five pounder um, so definitely target some of these brim bed areas if you want to catch some big fish as well uh, besides the shad areas all right crappy speckled perch uh, i don't have much to say about them y'all it's been real busy with bass and shellcracker and a whole bunch of stuff going on um, but i'm getting reports from uh, guys out there that they are still spawning on the rivers uh, the males will be aggressive right now. They'll try to kill anything that comes around, especially if they got fry. So just keep moving down these grass lines and these shallow areas until you feel this real aggressive thump. Um, and then fish that area real hard. That means you're on the spawning area. Uh, timber in shallow areas is a real good place to start. Uh, maybe around where the creek meets the drain area. Uh, that's a real good place. It's got those kind of uh, sandbars with timber on it. Um, anywhere from two to six foot of water. Um, grass lines, timber, rock, check them out. Alright, it's time to talk about these shellcracker and these brim. The amount of shellcrackers that have been caught right now is unbelievable, y'all. Limits on every boat. They ain't hard to find either. You just gotta look around for the boats. There's like seven, eight of them at a time that are tied up. These beds are so big, there's plenty of fish for everybody. Uh, so that's all you got to do. But just remember about shellcracker, they are a bottom feeder. So keep your worm as close to the bottom as you can without getting hung, if not on the bottom. So a lot of guys like to take a split shot, keep it kind of close to the hook, and tick the split shot on the bottom. And uh, they kind of move that worm around just a little bit to get the attention of the shellcracker. Uh, they can be finicky. So if you're not getting bit, make sure you try different things like, uh, you know, different hook or take your split shot off or change your depth or um, also make sure you're just hooking that worm one time not five three ten twelve one time in the center is all it takes um, really don't be throwing crickets for the shellcrackers either you want to throw worms um, i've heard many different inputs from red wigglers are the best to mealworms are the best to green dyed night crawlers are the best um, i don't have an input for you i don't really target them a whole lot um, I've had success catching them with red wigglers, uh, so that's what it is. But just make sure that uh, you have it on the bottom. Now, if you're targeting bluegill, there's tons of bluegill beds right now. I like to throw crickets for them. You can suspend them. They'll come up and eat them in the bed. That's They're really not hard to catch at all. Uh, I talked to a guy at Big Jim's on Thursday. He was catching them at 9 foot. Um Again, I'm not super advanced brim fisherman, so I don't know where to go to catch them at nine foot, but he had a limit in the boat, and they were monsters. So if you're a brim fisherman, uh, they're out here. Come on and check it out. Uh, there's not a better time than right now. I have never seen more brim fishermen out uh, than right now. It's crazy. Uh, the stick steer boats are out. It makes me want to go get one. Everybody's got them. They're out there. They're catching a mess of them. So come on down to Lake Seminole and check it out. Uh, Y'all, it's so ridiculous. I went over to Lake Seminole Outdoors. And I spent $70 on brim poles. Yeah, I know that's ridiculous. But let me tell you something. They got everything you need. So I messaged Miss Dawn down there and I said, hey, do y'all have any brim busters? Thinking, yeah, we got one or two little cane poles. No, she said, well, what size? I have a 16 and a half. I have a ton of 13s. I have a ton of 10s. And I was like, oh, well, let me just come down there. So I went down there. I bought a 16 and a half and a 13. And they had a 12-foot uh, cane pole. So I bought one of those. Don't ask me why. Because I have a tackle addiction or I'm a hoarder or something. 
But uh, she had literally everything I needed down there. So not only brim stuff, catfish stuff, tons of bass stuff. You a bass guy like I am. They got everything you need. So go down there to LSO, check them out. Get you some stuff for the grill. Get you some really good meat. Get you some bacon. So I want to point something out to y'all. I don't know if you've seen that Hardee's right now has two for $6 pork chop uh, biscuits. You can go to LSO and get a pound of the thickest bacon that you've ever seen in your life for $7. So just throwing that out there, you can eat for a whole week on this bacon or you can go to Hardee's and get two biscuits for $6. So I know where I'm going to go. I'm going to go get this bacon. So anyway, go check out our friends over there. They've been real good to us. So we'd like to show them the support. Thank you all over there at LSO. Um, and remember, shop local, support your local people. Uh, it's kind of silly. Uh, I don't really even know if there's guys that target these. If there are, I'd love for y'all to hop over to YouTube to Lake Seminole Ramblings and give us a comment on this. And tell us, Chris, we do target jackfish. Y'all, this is crazy the amount of jackfish that's being caught right now. Y'all know Ryan Higgins. He caught one that was six pounds the other day. I had one that was so big. It, I set the hook and it was like setting the hook into a concrete wall and then it cut my line. So if you target jackfish, all you got to do is come on down, get on the flats and throw a spinnerbait. You'll catch one within 10 minutes. It's pretty crazy. Uh, it's almost easier to catch a jack than it is to catch a bass right now. Um, so if you ain't catching 10 of these a day, you ain't in the right area. That's all I got to say. So I've heard from some people that if you know how to clean them and you know how to cook them, they're some of the best eating fish that you can have. So those people that are interested, I'd love for y'all to come catch some and get them out of the lake. I want to apologize for the shorter episode. Uh, it's been very busy on the lake and it's hard to juggle fishing and uh, doing the podcast. So we do the best that we can with what we have. Uh, we don't have a real elaborate show planned out for you. Like I said, we've all been fishing. So Appreciate the support from y'all very much. Make sure to go check us out on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Wherever you like to get your podcasts, we have it available for you. We're also on YouTube. I appreciate any subscription over there, Lake Seminole Ramblings. I'm also looking for any input from the community. So if you're on Lake Seminole or you've been visiting and you'd like to submit your fish catch or be featured on the Ramblings, go over to our Facebook page at Lake Seminole Ramblings Fishing Report and uh, submit it over there. Send us a message. We do have, I know we've been talking about the giveaway. I just didn't have time to plan out the details. That's going to be, hopefully next week we'll get that drop for y'all. We have four of these coming out. It's going to be $25 Lake Seminole Outdoor Gift Cards. Uh, so the details will come out very soon. All I have to do is kind of get a submission form so I can do a proper way for y'all to submit to the giveaway. So be looking for that next episode. Four LSO gift cards. I'm going to do it throughout the year. So, again, thank you all very much. Uh, come out to Lake Seminole, check out our friends, and uh, catch some fish. It's crazy out here. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Ramblings Fishing Report. I'm your host, local guide, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate all the support we've been getting from our listeners lately and all the new ones that have joined us. So keep listening, keep checking out the Fishing Report, Check us out online, SeminoleFishingReports.com, or if you need a guide, we'd love to take you fishing, www.SeminoleGuideService.com. And until next time, we'll see you later.